Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Cabin F-E-A-3709, oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Oh, my word. That is our Twitter name, and this is our podcast show. It's Cabin Fever, day number five. Tom Price here, and also it's... Oh, Dave Cribb, oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't mate, I gave you the really uh, big... Junior, we haven't... No, you did, you did. Really I, I, of... I'll be honest, I fucked that. But that's fine. I thought you were going to say something like, and also it's the first day of the equinox or something. I thought you like, had a, a oh, sort of radio it, fact it's, for me, it's, te- it's 10 days after the Ides of March. Here's yeah, Albert. Exactly. I haven't got any of that, mate. So um, all I've really got to offer you today, Tom, is a small uh, best guess quiz hmm. uh, to kick off the episode. What time did I get out of bed today? Oh, lovely beans. I'm going to say you you rolled out of your own bed juices at approximately hmm. mid, mid of the, the day, 12. 12.36. You yeah. shitbag. You absolute so real. I, I, I woke up at 7. I went back to sleep for a little snooze. Oh. Uh, and then, yeah, I woke up at about 12 and sort of laid around stewing in the aforementioned bed juices and then got up at 12.36. Bearing in mind, I what a plan I had to be productive every day. Do mm. some exercise first thing. Go out for a walk. You know, get yeah. all my bits done. Nothing. Nothing no, today, no. mate. I watched one episode of The Simpsons and sent two emails. Oh, wow. Wonder- a wonderful advert there for the internet and Disney+. Plus. <laughs> already we're talking about Disney+. Plus. Seconds in and we're already talking about what is easily the best thing that's happened. Do you know what the biggest joy of Disney+, Plus for me, is, Dave? And genuinely, we're not on a deal. We've paid our 60 quid. I've absolutely foofed that cash straight up Mickey Mouse's yep. woofter. And the best thing about Disney+, Plus is playing The Simpsons to my children who are starting to love The Simpsons. That is sheer joy, Dave. Sheer joy. Oh, that's so nice. That's mm. so nice. I'm just watching it myself and quoting it to myself, which is much less satisfying. Oh, Dave, don't be the bleak one. I'm supposed to be the bleak one. Um, just so you know, I got up this morning at fi- something like five, I don't know what it was, 5.40, I think it was, standard. Nah, not... Not interested, mate. Uh, but here's the thing. I, I've i had my first quarantine fever dreams. I don't know if I'm okay or not. I've actually kept myself at home all day today. I'm not even joking now. Because I had a weird temperature thing, like a bug, and I was spinning. I was dizzy uh, before I woke up. I feel fine now, but it was a weird one. I started the day with it. And I had a dream, because I was spinning like in my sleep. I had a dream I was on a ferry with Ronan Keating. That is, <laughs> that is odd, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what happened? We were on this ferry, and it was spinning, 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 right? And a ferry, not a roller coaster. Not a roller coaster, Dave. And he was, but he, and he wasn't saying he wasn't saying nothing at all. Do you know what he was saying? He was saying, if you ever get dizzy, the best thing to do is to cross your legs, cross your legs, cross your legs. So, do you know, even talking about it is making me feel dizzy again. So, I started my day today with Ronan Keating telling me to cross my legs. And if there's one thing we take away from today's episode of Cabin Fever is that perfect bit of 
Corona quarantine advice. Yeah. Courtesy yeah. of a subconscious version of Ronan Keating from Tom's brain. <laughs> what is going on? I'm so scared. Lovely. Um, but I've had a lovely day and um, quarantine's going very well. Uh, we've had some nice tweets. Should we talk about those very quickly? Can we do that now? Yes, please. Um, we've had a tweet from someone who wants to come and do a bit on the show. And I've, I've said, I, mean, I probably should have asked you about this, seeing as you are obviously a co-pilot on this particular crashing ship. But I've said yes. Is that all right? Oh yeah, sure. Well, we we said that, didn't we? We said anyone that wants to come. Yeah. Is there, are they bringing a bit of a bit of content or something? So Another he, quiz, maybe? He, yeah, that's exactly that. So his name's Michael. Is it? <laughs> It literally is a quiz. I mean, that's what we. This is going to become a daily uh, variety of people who've got pub quizzes which they couldn't use. I'm just. You can tell I'm. I'm padding when I try and find it. Um, hi guys, it's no Argos quiz. I mean, what is an Argos quiz, Dave? Already exactly. Uh, but I've got a silly celebrity quiz going begging. If you fancy it, I was meant to be hosting a quiz night this week, so I've got a lot of questions sitting about. Dave sold. He's Absolutely sold on the show tomorrow. Isn't that exciting? By tomorrow, you mean Monday, right? I mean Monday. I mean Monday. That's yeah. how it works yeah. on the show. And don't forget, of course, if you want to get in touch with the show, oh, if only there was some way you could get in touch with us on. Oh, hello. Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Yes, it is. Uh, Disney Plus update. We're going to actually have some... Today's guest is an actual, real, credible, bona fide TV reviewer and journalist in the actual broadsheet papers. Mm -hmm. But before we bring her in and let her do that properly, I'm just going to do it shitly, because my Disney Plus update from uh, yesterday, uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, it was. Really? How did that go for you? Absolutely delightful. Bruce Forsyth. Bruce Forsyth. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Bruce Forsyth playing a baddie. Very typecast again for Brucey. Yeah, Bruce Forsyth pulling a knife on uh, the dad from Mary Poppins and Angela Lansbury in the middle of Portobello Road. Absolutely classic scene. Wow. Also, Ben Oz and Broomsticks includes the single best uh, line in any film ever, which I will put on the Cabin Fever Twitter when this goes out. I'm not going to tell you now because I've only got it on my phone. But there right. you go. There's a little teaser for you. Go to the older Cabin FE 8370900. Yeah, let's not play the jingle again, Dave. Come on, it's getting too no. much. Why, why did you choose Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? It's not a great advert for Disney Plus because it suggests a slight desperation that you're going to kids' films from the 1960s. 1971, please. Thank Absolutely you. love it. Um, it is uh, just, a, just a childhood favourite. I don't. Who doesn't want to see... Uh, oh, I'll tell you what the absolute greatest joy about it was, is the three kids in it yeah. cannot sing for shit. They are absolutely doggo. Right. Like, but they're all having a nice time singing along in a, in a you know, a globally successful musical. Yeah. And it's so nice to see people that look a bit funny. There's, n- there's nothing Hollywood about it. There's two slightly past middle-aged leads in Angela Lansbury and David Tomlinson. Yeah. Three kids that look a bit funny and can't sing for shit. And then some cartoon animals playing football. And that, for me, is the recipe for a joyous, joyous film. Okay, great, great recommendation. I'm going to watch it. Is it better than The Bill? Oh, absolutely, but it's shorter. There's only one film, not 26 series. Okay, fine. Um, Well, listen, let's get her on. Here comes uh, our resident Great Big L TV expert, star of the brilliant podcast Box of Delights, which is out now and is a brilliant listen. Not as good as this, but still a very good listen. It's Julia Rayside. Hello, Julia Rayside. (laughs) Hello, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Um, can we talk it's about... It's really nice to be here. Good. It is, it, this is nice to be... No, it's nice that we're meeting up in the cloud every day. It's good to have this place, this space. I've missed you, both of you. Good. That's the right thing to um, say. I haven't, we've but... Missed you. Can we sort of stitch in this this narrative of the Disney Plus while quarantine is on? How do you feel as a TV purist? Are you pro this thing or is this ugly modernity? 
No, no, I was. We've got quite a lot of different streaming subscriptions, and I was again it until about day three of quarantine, and I was like, "Yes, son, you can absolutely have the Mandalorian. Here's sixty quid." Um, yeah, it didn't take me long to come around to. To be honest, I haven't actually fired it up yet, but we have. He was having a really hard time with his homeschooling. He was getting really depressed, so I was like, "Get him Disney Plus." Oh, I, I caved. How, what's yeah. going on with his homeschooling? Is he got? Is he all online stuff? There's just a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the first day it was horrendous. But luckily, because uh, uh, he goes to a weird school, he broke up today. So oh. he's now virtually not at school anymore. And we're all celebrating. Did he <laughs> take his... to watch a lot of Disney films. That was always the plan to break up today. Yeah. yeah. This is the last day of term, which is just the best thing ever. So he can just, he can sit around in his pants playing PlayStation, which is what he does yes. anytime he's not at school. Yeah. Wonderful <laughs> image, that is. Yeah. Um, what is the, what's it called? The thing, the, the Mandalorian? What on earth is that then? The Mandalorian. Is that Baby Star, Yoda. Is, is yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars TV series. Yeah. He's had he's had a Baby Yoda poster on his wall for about the last six months. Obviously, that was the the thing they released to get everyone talking about the TV show. The kind of was there a meme or something? I don't know. I'm old, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's had that poster on his wall, and I think uh, it would have been really mean to say no. You can't have Disney Plus, yeah. but I do feel cheated and hoodwinked uh, by a major corporation. Uh, of course, it's not a good feeling. Of course, that's what they're there for. But as we sit here, surrounded by Apple technology, I was saying this to someone yesterday. It's, Disney's all right, isn't it? Are we all right with Disney? Are they are they evil a bit? I no, can't wasn't remember. Walt I can't... Disney a bit anti-Semitic? Isn't that yeah, the so rumor? Yeah, Walt, Walt Disney was awful. We know that. But, <laughs> oh, they but were Disney all anti-Semitic nah. back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's that thing you say about every time I buy something from Apple or any time I order something from Amazon, I feel a bit dirty. Actually, buying Disney Plus, I was just like, I think they're all right, aren't they? It's run by Mary Poppins, I'm pretty sure. So, isn't it yeah. Tom Hanks in an office recovering from yes. Corona? Yes, it is with Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, it's all going to be fine. Um, so, uh, Julia, we were talking earlier on this week about falling into the bill, which of course the bill must must feature on your box ah. of delights. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, yeah. What is your sort of off the top of my head? What is your kind of go to comfort? The world may be in trouble, but I'm going to be okay if I watch this TV show. Well, it's almost like you've left a giant door open for me to plug. Come on podcast again tom here it comes uh, um uh, it, it, so, so here it comes but this week um the people have been talking on the feed the box of delights uh twitter feed about you know what's what sort of tv they they wanted us to cover and we don't normally do requests but you know we're just sitting around at home uh so me and my husband joel did um a two-part special on bagpus because i i challenge you to find anything basically small films anything they ever made that is what I watched to calm down. I actually wanted to give birth to the sound of Oliver Postgate's voice, but I uh, didn't get around to recording it in time. But um, yeah, no, I just think there's something so comforting about Bagpus. And it's, yeah, so we, we did a kind of a two-part special on that. And the second part was how uh, about three or four years ago, no, longer than that now, I think, uh, me and my husband and my son went to Peter Furman's house where they filmed all the Bagpus Oh. and Nog in the Nog and Penguins and everything and yeah. kind of hung out with Peter Furman for a day. It was brilliant. Oh, wow. Oh, so like that, anything by Oliver Postgate oh. and Peter Furman. Yeah. Um, also, can we, uh, whilst we talk about the birth thing, and of course you have appeared on another great big old podcast, One Torn oh, Every man. Minute. And what a brilliant this episode. This feels cynical somehow. It does, sorry, we're being a bit Disney here. But no, it's true, it's true. And it was a brilliant episode, your episode of Batchel Birth. But the idea of wanting, wanting to listen to certain things or watch certain things when you're giving birth. Um, my mum was watching, well, had on in the room when she was giving birth to my brother, Dad's Army, right? Oh, and that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, a, it's just a safe pair of hands, isn't it? You want something familiar, yeah. cosy, comforting. But here's the thing. Yeah. She went into that that process a massive Dad's Army fan. Uh, but by the end of it, because birth oh. is 
so awful. No spoilers, but pretty tough. Uh, she can't stand Dad's Army. So whenever Dad's yeah. Army appeared in my childhood, oh, I just heard my mother screaming. And this sort of- I was like, this is good planning for me because I've not yet had kids. Yeah. So what I need to do between now and the time I have kids is work out the single thing I dislike the most that my partner loves <laughs> and then suggest that, yes. hey, why don't we pop that on in the birthing room? Clever. And then suddenly... We will never be watching Bones on Amazon Prime ever again. <laughs> my no, my mum and dad once got a the kind of whatever the hydrofoil or whatever boat it is that you can get from. We used to be able to get from the UK to Jersey, so it's quite a long journey. Yeah, and um, it, they hit rough seas. They should have cancelled the crossing. It was like just it was like a scene from a horror film, and pretty much everyone was just throwing up into bags on their laps. Oh. And they said on a loop on the TV screens, they were just playing Looney Tunes. Oh, <laughs> so they were. All pretty much the whole boat was throwing up <laughs> to the sound of the Looney Tunes theme tune, and she, whenever she heard that tune after that, she just absolutely had like a panic attack. Oh, that's awful! That's awful. <laughs> is that Looney Tunes? Yeah, I think so. Can you imagine? Can you think of? I can only think maybe like the theme tune to Rhubarb and Custard would be a worse thing to da 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 da. I actually used to play that really loud uh, through the flat wall in our old flat when our next door neighbour had loud sex. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to let her know that we could hear. (laughs) I like the idea of you just doing your money going business in your flat and suddenly, oh, they're at it, they're at it. Run quick to the stereo. (laughs) She never got the hint. Maybe she just like, you know, maybe maybe that song now arouses her. I don't know. Perhaps the ladies and gentlemen could tweet in about what tune makes them feel sick oh. slash horny slash upset. <laughs> what music makes you feel horny? I know what my I know what music makes me feel horny. So Julia, um, yeah, as an actual bona fide, credible TV uh, reviewer and critic, and all of that, I am so credible. I don't mean this to sound disingenuous, but on this podcast, anybody is credible because uh, it's with me and Tom. So you are very, Thanks. very credible. I, I feel validated. I do. <laughs> uh, have you got um, what are your what, what what are your sort of um, you must binge this over the next week, or maybe even you could set something to. For, 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 for Tom and I and the rest of the gang to watch and then we can all come and talk about it next good, week. Good, good. I mean, I would never tell you what to do. That's not really what I'm about. But like, I can suggest things if you like. I, I don't like must watch. That feels very dictatorial. Mm. Um, but uh, I, well, I don't know. Presumably you're going to be able to get this after the fact. But as we're recording, Team GB, the British Olympic squad, on their Facebook page, they're live streaming the 2012 opening ceremony oh, because that I was the last this. time we were happy. Oh God, it's so true. <laughs> I'm like, can we hurry this up? Because I need to go and like uh, watch it because I'm feeling a bit low today. <laughs> uh, you're absolutely right. Let us hurry this up. I have such only positive memories about that day. That was everyone like, does one of the yeah one of the best evenings of my life. I know, and I think it's harked back to a lot, isn't it? Especially you know whenever there's a shit year like you know 2016, everyone died that shit year, and now this obviously and it is the one thing that the beacon that exists that we keep talking about is when Britain was good. But even in the run up to that, we we're all going, it's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. So it's be so shit. And true. Then it wasn't shit, and it was. So exciting that it wasn't shit that now it's all we can still talk about. So it's actually it's a very clever move to put it back on again. I think it's a great show. Get a lot it's a great show. And the other thing that's yeah. happening as well this week on in Telly-Land, I think that's happening uh, on the night of recording tonight. So that this will be this will be old news now. But I know Russell T Davis and a few other Doctor Who lot are live tweeting uh, 
uh, Rose, which is the first episode. Oh, that of was the last new night after last... recording, so they did it on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it on Thursday night. There you go. Um, but that will all be available. You can go and stream that because all of Doctor Who is on iPlayer. And Russell. Yeah, is... the iPlayer is great. Isn't it, at the moment. isn't it just? Isn't it just? My big tip at the moment is that they've put on all, like everything French and Saunders have mm. ever done for the BBC is now on the iPlayer, which for me is like Christmas. Okay. Um, Dave, is it time? So Should by we... the time we next speak, we need to have all watch the London 2012 opening ceremony. That's uh, that's what that's how I feel about it. And I'm happy to go and do that. And in fact, as soon as we finish this podcast, it's going straight Why don't we telly. review it? Yeah. yeah. But really harshly. Yeah. Yes. Good. Good. Make notes. <laughs> yes. We'll talk about it next week. A real critical eye on it, yeah. guys. Also, um, we sh- they should just keep playing London Olympics as if it were live. So there's, there's, I think there's some pressure on the BBC now to just live, to, to put out, to start all those channels again and just stick out the Olympics as if it's happening today. That would be very comforting, wouldn't it? Genuinely, there are quite a lot of um, people. Obviously, lots of people now are talking about what's on TV and what they'd like to see back on TV because on on, on social media, the conversations are all about that. Mm. Um, because you know we've got nothing else to do. Because uh, like not books, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so it's like what, what do you want to watch? And there's been some really good ones. Um, there was uh, me, and then uh, latterly, Catelyn Moran has started talking about how we'd really like to see series one of Big Brother again, just all of it in its entirety. Just yeah. show it well, because yeah. presumably Channel Four at some point will run out of programs. So just repeat stuff, repeat yeah. good stuff. But also Big Brother Series 1 from 2000 is now 20 years old. So actually, that's a genuine bit of history, yeah. isn't it? You can actually it look is. at... It is. It's like an antique. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, talking of which, I feel we should bring in our, our other guest for today's show, uh, Dave Cribb. Are you up for that? Yes, talking of antiques. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dusty old antiques. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's really... He's muted at the moment, so he can't... So whatever he's saying right now, I can't hear what he's saying, but... Should we just keep him muted and slag we'll, him off? Yes, yeah, so we'll bring him in. Um, this is, of course, the Great Big Owl sort of isolation podcast that we're all doing from our separate homes. Uh, one of the key owls has yet to feature on this podcast, so this is his first appearance, and it's really nice. You know, it's, I'll be honest, Tom's nice that he's bothered to show up. Yeah, finally. Um, Mark Haynes from WrestleMe, by far the most successful podcast that any of us do. Uh, how are you? Uh, you're a pair of shits. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, Mark. And the mute's back on. I've muted him, guys. Um, he's... <laughs> Uh, he's dead to us. Yeah, should we sack him off now? Okay, fine. Unmuted. It's really worth me saying that I can hear there's an echo in this, so it's like I'm actually talking to you from the International Space Centre oh, rather than London <laughs> N6. There's a real delay. So all I'm going to say is, if you're going to ask a question, leave it three seconds because I'll either still be talking. When I do a joke, I'm going to sit back, I'll have three seconds, then I'll hear the laughter. Okay? You can edit those out, you can leave them in. I don't mind, but the important thing is there is a lag. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in Highgate. That's how far away he is. Clearly, there's problems. It's very slow broadband. It's because our broadband's struggling to get up the hill to Highgate. That's the problem, Mark. <laughs> broadband is not allowed in Highgate. You can only bring books. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark Haynes, you have possibly got the most challenging quarantine of all of us because you have a very young baby in your life. How is the young baby and how is your quarantine, please? Uh, it's a living hell. She's fine. Um, it's very, very <laughs> difficult. She's chosen this week to actually really sort of be on the verge of walking unaided. Uh, And we live in a very narrow house with a lot of stairs. All joking aside, it's a living house. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to just close that down there and say, Mark, absolute pleasure. (laughs) Just get, we'll get get him on every day. What's getting you through though, Mark? What your Corona quarantine thumbs up, top tips, hacks and all of that? I'll tell you, Dave, I, uh, this is great for me because this is like normal life. I have no free time because I have a baby. There is no free time at all. So this is just, it's normal life, except there's no one badgering me about work or ringing me up or saying, do you want to come out? So this is great. Yeah. I, I, I'm in hell, but it was previously worse. 
So this is okay. Yeah, I, I completely get that. I'm in hell, but at least there's nobody else here with me. But the one thing that has been getting me through is I live on a high street and there are lots and lots of people who come through during the day. 15% of them are actually doing stuff. Other people are just out and about and they are stretching that idea about you can do a bit of exercise and they are absolutely taking the piss mm. there's a little bench outside my house there's always someone on it so i'm sitting there basically at the window like a stasi agent and i'm sitting there <laughs> waiting for them to look up and see me so i can tap an imaginary watch and just shake my head very slowly this is so true it's bringing out it's bringing out the blitz spirit but it's also bringing out the victor meldrew spirit as well i couldn't agree more get to fuck what are you doing out there it's brilliant Everybody else is making the best of this, Tom, and mm. it sickens me. <laughs> <laughs> I've oh, actually Mark. been having quite a lot of um, uh, drinks with friends in virtual pubs. You know that nauseating thing that that's like the thing to do now, mm. where you yeah. where you you know do what we're doing with the split screen thing on Zoom, and, and then you go and get a drink. And last night I got absolutely ruined. I find that hard to believe. No, like, I find that hard to believe. To I know I, I barely touched the stuff, but my God, because because there's not that delay while you're waiting for drink it they you just get them yourself a, a thing that is doubly enjoyable is my my wife is a teacher and so she's currently having to deal with the school because it's open for key workers children and it's amazing what people try and suggest is a key job oh, when they yeah. don't want their children to be with them all <laughs> i've day. got a brilliant it, one of these go on mark go on my favorite one of this she's had a man who was the assistant manager of a gym who said he was a key health worker <laughs> That's fantastic. What? That's fantastic. His his gym was closed down a week before he made that claim. <laughs> just and drop- the assistant manager, also, not the manager. Just add into that image this this guy dressed in gym kit, shunting his poor crying scared child into the playground. Go on, get to get in, get in. I don't want to go to school. Um, my mate is a is a producer at the BBC uh, who has been uh, deemed a key worker, and he produces obscure documentaries about boats for BBC Four. <laughs> And he <laughs> is a key worker. Wow. Maybe that's spelt Q U A Y. That's absolutely lovely. Oh, that's absolutely. Like a blade that cannot be dulled. Do you know what, mate? You are you're a one man sting machine. When you're on a podcast and you look for a line to go to a sting, and Mark Haynes drops shit like that, that is that is lovely stuff. That is that is podcasting gold right there. You're welcome. Invoice and close. <laughs> All of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Backpush. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. The boys must have bashing head like this. You can't tell me what to do, you ain't my mother! I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box. Delights pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market
it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Mark, I wanted to ask you about something that I've been really enjoying. And I say really enjoying via just various little things I've seen on the internet, but I don't even know if it's still happening. But so you do a, a wrestling podcast, Wrestle Me, uh, yourself and Pete Donaldson. Mm. It's very excellent, very funny. Everybody should go and listen, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but as, as I understand it, the WWE have continued to do some wrestling, but uh, behind closed doors without crowds. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that, that's absolutely true. Um, wh- what's basically happening is, is in early April every year, and for the past 36 years, they've had their big year sort of culmination show. It's the biggest show in wrestling. It's one of the biggest entertainment events that happens. Um, it's called WrestleMania. And this would be the 36th year that WrestleMania has run. But of course, it was taking place in a stadium in Tampa. There would have been 80,000 people and people fly from all over the world to come to WrestleMania. And ultimately, Tampa decided that they couldn't go ahead with it. So they have been trying to keep the product going. And they've actually announced that this year's WrestleMania will be taking place in a closed environment with nobody in attendance. Um, it's going to be an empty arena WrestleMania. And, I, I, you know, let me be the first to say it. It is going to be an absolute disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still going to do all the bits where they talk to the crowd and, rile, you know, get everyone riled up? Like, half of that show is just people basically going, oh, you load of wankers, and people going, boo, they, they oh, have, you're a wanker. They have been doing it. They've been doing it on their, on their weekly shows. So they've been having, uh, they have two shows that run uh, each week. One's called Raw and one is called SmackDown. And they've mm. recorded the last two weeks in what, what's called the Performance Center, which is their training location that they use. It's basically a couple of warehouses put together. And they've been broadcasting the shows from there. And there is no crowd. There is only really limited personnel. And so people are going in. And they're used to doing this in front of crowds of 30,000 people with reactions. And they haven't changed the way that they're doing it in front of no one. It looks absolutely mad. It's like proper avant-garde theatre where everyone is sort of going, I will take you to the mountain and yet there will be one man coming down. And the other will shake his head and go, you talk too much. It's (laughs) nuts. It's like acting. It's like acting from the year 1200. It's weird. Oh my God, I can't wait to watch um, that. Does that extend to like, I presume, you know, I, I when I used to watch wrestling, there was an, a, a lot of the catchphrases, maybe like the wrestler would start the catchphrase, the crowd would shout the rest of it back. You know, there's a lot of that, isn't there? Toing and throwing. Is that all still going on? Are they are they leaving sort of nice pauses where the punchline would have come from the crowd? Yeah, well, they, they did slightly play on that. So on the 16th of March, it was officially 316 day. So they brought back the WWE legend Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Stone Cold Steve Austin was a catchphrase machine. And what he does is he usually shouts out something like, um, give me a hell yeah. And the crowd shout, hell yeah. And they had him still doing it, but just looking puzzled as to why there was no (laughs) response to what he was doing. So I like it when when wrestling becomes really self-aware and playing with its limitations, it's at its best. 
I was I was talking to Pete Donaldson. We were just recording something a couple of days ago, and there was a WrestleMania that we watched from ten years ago. That was it was fine. And wrestling, when it is fine, is pointless. It either has to be brilliant or terrible. And this is going to be terrible. The other thing I love about this is they've basically got this thing where they're going to be doing this empty arena WrestleMania, and it's going to be a disaster. And for whatever reason they've decided, they've decided not to make it over one night. They're doing it over two nights. Oh, my God. Double the badness. Imagine the morale of those wrestlers going into night two. Imagine when they're all back in the green room afterwards talking about how was it oh well it was really weird imagine how depressed they're going to feel having to do it all over again it's even weirder than that tom because they have actually been told that they can't have any gatherings after this evening so all of wrestlemania has had to be pre-recorded and filmed in a mad rush (gasps) it's like it's like a mad nightmare that you someone says to you you have to put on a a million dollar show over two nights and you've got 24 hours go Christ. Oh, I love presumably it. Presumably, this is all just like cynical business. They're like, we'll make some pay-per-view money. Let's do it over two nights. Let's literally claw in as many cents as we can before our entire well, industry goes to shit. Is that what's happening? Do you know what's, what's really strange about this, Dave, is is no. So they, they basically got rid of the pay-per-view model because they launched their own, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this, Disney Plus service. Oh, Disney Plus is it's great. the WWE Disney+. Network. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, I actually heard from the lawyers representing the Disney Corporation because they were listening to this podcast earlier and they didn't like the phrase foofed my cash up Mickey Mouse's woofter. Um, <laughs> but the pay-per-view model is dead. Had they moved WrestleMania to a later point during the year, they still could have sold 80,000 tickets for it. And when you look at the price of the tickets, they have basically turned their back on somewhere in the region of 20 to $30 million. So it, it's wow. just a, a decision that no one can understand. Mm. They should have postponed it. But I think they have that slight thing of, nope, the show must go on. It doesn't matter about adversity. We're all here for you. Mm. There's something commendable in that. But at the same time, it's going to be an absolute disaster. Well, also, because the wrestlers are going to have to keep uh, that, the social distancing thing when they're wrestling. So they, they can't get closer <laughs> than two metres to each other. Uh, Mark Haynes, thank you very much. I, do you know what? I'm I'm slightly worried. You've been very glitchy, Marky Haynes. Hopefully, that's not going to come through in the edit, but I think it will be okay. Uh, Dave, what do you reckon? How is it sounding to you? I don't know. It's your end, isn't it? Oh, no, yeah. It has been glitchy, but it's, it's been funny. fine. Though. Am, it's all made sense. I think he talked too much about wrestling. Just get rid of him. <laughs> Just <for a> <laughs> um, it's, or, it's really funny that Julia mentioned that story about rhubarb and custard because uh, <laughs> oddly, I used to have incredibly loud sex with a woman, and her neighbour <laughs> used to play that too. <laughs> and now mark haynes because of all that loud sex you've got the life-ruining baby you deserve ha. yeah um uh, mark haynes julia rayside thank you so much for joining us on cabin fever what a treat what a, a lovely owl gathering this has been really nice thank you mark thank you julia lots of love to both Twoo. of you and yours stay safe twit twoo bye 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 Take oh. guys. bye, bye. That's beautiful. Maybe that's what we should do, Dave. Maybe we should just sign off with Twit to at the end. Dave's looking very unhappy at that okay. on Zoom. Oh, no, okay. No, no, look, I'm, I'm game for it. There are no bad ideas in this podcast, I've told you. I mean, there are loads of bad ideas, but I will not call any bad ideas. I'm happy to push ideas. that as far as I can. Uh, we're going to have a, a, a quiz from a listener on Monday. Yeah. Which, as with all of the content on this podcast so far, we have no guarantee of quality. And None for that, And it I might be it. like the Argos quiz. It just goes on and on and on. Who knows what's going to happen? Great
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.